Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. and U.K. comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are coming to you the very day that Donald Trump has clinched the Republican nomination. It was official this morning. Oh. Oh, yeah, he did know. it. Well, he did it. Yay! Yay! Real quick question. How many of his supporters do you think uh, type out defiantly when they mean definitely? No, oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah. 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 No fewer yeah, than 100%. Yep. Also, if they do get definitely right, they think there's an A in it. Y- yes. Uh, 100%. I think, I think a good 1 or 2% of them just eat the keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Food? Uh, you're listening to International Waters. for the country that likes its beer warm and its women frosty. From Last Comic Standing and Probably Science, welcome back, Matt Kirshen. Hey, Dave. You're an International Waters favorite. I, I am. I've been on three times. Mm-hmm. Wow. That officially yeah. qualifies you as an International Waters I'm an Waters English person sweetheart. who's available. Yep. <laughs> I'm, you're nearby, yeah. You're British and you say nice. yes. Yeah. He's yeah. got an accent in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you might have also just heard her voice right there, also playing for Team UK from the David Hasselhoff mockumentary show, Hoff the Record. Actor, improviser, and person who's about to answer a million questions I have about David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Ella Smith. Hi. Hello, Ella Smith. Hello. Can I call you David? Um, I, I'm more of a Dave. Okay. Did I just do that? No, but it was like you did it in kind of like a David kind oh. of way, I, th- I think. Was that allowable? Was that adorable? Yeah, no, it's totally okay, fine. Cool. Yeah. You yeah. didn't roll up those sleeves to be called David, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> this is a Dave sitting in front of you. Look at me sipping on a coffee. Cool Very casual. Cool teacher. Yeah. Very casual. Yeah, you're, Dave you're whittling wood right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm on a porch. He's, he's sitting hey. backwards on the chair. <laughs> he's about to rap about Shakespeare. Sure. Hold on. Let me turn this cap backwards. <laughs> is that your pottery wheel right next to you? <laughs> it is. It is. It nice. is. Have a crack at it. Uh, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents the UK at this moment in time. I know you're here in Los Angeles. Sure. But if you can just close your eyes for a moment and imagine that you're in the United Kingdom, what word do you feel best represents that great nation? Uh, alcoholism. I'll go with that. Okay, great. <laughs> the concept. Great. the word. We're in. Alcoholism. Right. Beautiful. Thank you, Team UK. All right. Playing for the nation that thinks ranch dressing is a pizza topping. God almighty. Let's stop it. It's America's <laughs> fastest growing condiment, and it has to stop. Oh, I agree. It has to stop. Shout out to my neighbor, Kate. Whoa. Hang on. Ranch is great. <laughs> no, it isn't at Maybe all. Maybe not on pizza. No. That seems strange. No, it's That's just it's not good on it's anything. Cheese. It's What is it? It's just like sour cream and- Well, talk to me about that. Like With a, a ranch. herb packet. Mm-hmm. Ranch, it was a yeah. ranch as- Sauce or dressing, is that right? Yeah. Dressing, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you describe the taste? It's kind of like blue cheese, but it's lighter. And it's it not at all like blue cheese. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> it's not at all like <laughs> blue cheese. That... It's white and chilled, but that's it. It it's... is French science, and you should it's... investigate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cream. It's creamy. It's... It tastes and white. And it has like a... Yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like. like. A... It tastes white. Yep. Like a rosemary adjacent mm-hmm. there taste. There is no <laughs> herbal... There are no herbal notes at all. And this is the only sauce that was available to ranchers. I that guess, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't have access yep. to tomatoes. There's no, no ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, no mustard. Yeah, it's just like they had a thing the of sour cream. Needs no rhyme or reason. And they stirred in mm-hmm. Well, I guess it probably started as... Sour cream starts as of course, that makes sense. You've got cattle, mm-hmm. so you've got milk. Right. But sure. you don't have refrigeration, so it becomes sure. soured. Sometimes those sure. cows have a disease. And what are you going to do with that rancid cream that comes out? <laughs> yeah, you're going to put it on a salad. You're going to put it on a pizza. Dip a radish in that motherfucker. Maybe ranch is short for rancid. Yeah. Oh, well. We could do this for hours, and we should. But from Nerdist Competitive Erotic 
comic fan fiction podcast. He's stand-up Brian Cook. Hello. Indeed. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. This is your first time. This is my first time. I want Don't you to know nervous. that you are causing a rift in a great bar trivia dynasty here in Los Angeles. Oh, shit. I'm hitting myself and Matt against each other. Oh, where, sure. do you, where do you wow. play? All over. Really? Oh, all over. What have you got? We've what got have you got, circuit. Dave? If you hustle? If there's a free pitcher of beer in it for the second place oh, team, shit. we're there. Oh. What? what Although I have also, in, in the, I just, I don't want you to find out after the fact, but oh. I have played trivia with Dave before as well. That's true. Okay. He's true. got right. different yeah. trivia hoes in different area codes. <laughs> <laughs> what year did the Mary Tyler Moore show begin? 1970. Shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't a question correct. for me, but I couldn't, I couldn't hold myself no, back. You got it. You know what's fucked up? Uh, Ed Asner, when uh-huh. he started playing Lou Grant? Yeah. 39 years old. Yeah, I know. 39 years old. Young. Like, doesn't he seem like he was somebody who's been Always in his 60s oh, your yeah. entire life? Yeah. And now no, he's a 9 11 truther. No. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's old. He's on our yeah, team. He is. <laughs> uh, you just heard her voice, also for Team US from Max Funds. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. Welcome back. The incredibly not assassinated yet, Carrie Poppy. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You yeah. just did That's some. That's uh, biggest claim to fame. I'm yeah, alive. You did some Scientology shows, and, uh, yeah. and yet you, uh, you still breathe air. Yeah, yeah. We, we're releasing part nine of our longest wow. investigation yet on June 1st. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They haven't come after us at all. Mm-hmm. They don't know what podcasts are. No, yeah. they've they've heard it. Yeah. They've heard it. They don't like us. Are there Scientology just, podcasts? I don't oh, think man. so. But they All are opening that new podcast. Scientology podcast deep down. <laughs> <laughs> Read between the lines, sheep. Uh, they're they are opening a new radio center on um, on Sunset oh, in good. Silver Lake. So Great. maybe oh, you'll get man. your Scientology podcast there. Oh, maybe maybe like radio waves will be beamed into my head. And I'll oh, just, that's already happening. Yeah, okay, for yeah. sure. Team US, what's your buzzing word? As we do most uh, Thursdays, we had a long conversation about who we think Donald Trump's running mate should oh, be when we Lord. vote for him. Yeah. Um, I'm still stuck on Jorn Vandersloot. Right. Oh, yeah. She's going James Vanderbeek. <laughs> okay. Was Dude. I influenced by Vander? Yes, I was. Sure, sure. So depending on which could of us Could have been Vandergruff. Could have been Van Yeah. <laughs> uh, generators. yeah. I, I, like, honestly, if it's James Vanderbeek. I might vote for him. Yeah. What if it was I, I, I need those forearms in my life. I really do. They're powerful. They're so, powerful. They're oh, let me ask you this. Has he ever held a woman down and murdered her? No. How powerful are his arms? Uh, Jorin, you know that's really Vander true. Sloot. That's really true. Thank so you. in the American tradition of overdoing it, mm-hmm. we'll be saying a very long buzz in word. Trump Vandersloot 2016. Great. Trump Vanderbeek. 2016. So, yeah, I don't know okay. who Van I will, is. I will already have called oh, he's on a murderer. Because okay. Like a cool murderer. <laughs> Sloot or beak. Uh, all right. So we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by that, imagine uh, Pearl Harbor, the musical. Uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. What happens in Vegas news? Uh, TGI Fridays in Las Vegas apologized after an incident involving an eight-year-old boy and a root beer. What happened? Trump Vanders through 2016. Yes. Uh, it was an alcoholic root beer. That, that is absolutely right, Team yeah. US. It contained 5.9% alcohol. Not your father's root oh, beer made by the Pabst Brewing yes. Company, my former employer. Wow. Mm. Okay, I was just going to say that, but you went ahead and did it for me. Hell yeah. Uh, have you had it? Yes. And it is tastes it like something you should feed to a child to get them very drunk. Wow. <laughs> yep. Oh, right. yeah. Didn't you do like a, we're going to find the person who has the worst job and give them money? That was me. Yay. Yeah, Did yeah. you find them? Was it Dave? I, I was just hired to do a video. Oh, so yeah. you don't know? Okay. You don't, don't know who know. got it? They probably did. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, according to Fox News, Imagine the child... if it's like deeply sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, there's no question is. that the person with the worst job in America would be like, yeah, it's a coal mine. 
Like that's the whole yeah, story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. right. You've got nothing. Yeah. I'm claustrophobic. My, I have to fucking ride a little mine I've got train. Popcorn I've, you're yeah. right. I've yeah. got cancer already. Yeah. I've, only, yeah. I've only got 18 months left, but this is the only way I can support my family. Yeah. So right. they right. frequently <laughs> forget me down PBR. here. Thanks for this free month of root beer. It's really going to perk me yeah. yeah. Well, the child described the beverage as tasting like throw up root beer, which Aww. is actually quite clever. <laughs> and upon cute. learning it was alcoholic, he asked, Am I going to die? I mean, that's like, who among us has not felt that during a hangover? Am I going uh-huh. to die? He's getting yeah. it out of the way early, and I appreciate it. Uh, we're still, according to Fox News, the boy had a heart condition mm. and ADHD, oh, uh, which is a terrible cocktail oh. for visiting mm. at TGI Fridays in the first place, especially yeah. in Vegas. Uh, so, <laughs> so why not chase the beer signs. down with an eight ball and that Kanye video that gave kids seizures? Uh, for a bonus point, mm. being slipped a taste of booze is a time-honored childhood rite of passage. So I ask you, uh, whether under parental guidance or not, what is your best underage drinking story? Oh, I, uh, I, Matt, I, I can't, rem- I, I can't remember my exact age. It was somewhere between seven and nine, but whatever okay. age I was, that was my lucky number. So that was the number of my dad's fruit punch, like rum punch that I stole at the, uh, okay. This is going to take some explaining if you don't already know, but on November the 5th, for some reason, Britain commemorates a failed terrorist plot by getting children mm. to make effigies oh. of Guy one Fawkes. of the yeah of one of the perpetrators and then wheel it around the neighborhood getting money and then we burn it on a bonfire and there's fireworks perpetrators so that's, of what okay they tried to blow up the houses of parliament mm. in the was oh it 15 God. 1600s there's a great documentary about it natalie portman's called it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and so that's a big like 5th of november we have, have like all the neighborhood gathers around and we have a big fireworks and my dad used to make this rum punch and i had a lot of it and i was very ill wow uh, puts their fact, I think inside. I had like one of them, like my parents allowed me to have one or two cups of this over the night. Sure. And they just didn't notice that it it's was the, the different cup each time. Uh... Oh, he's been wandering around with that same cup of hot rum punch for the last. <laughs> Wait, hot rum punch? Yes, warm. Like it's kind oh, of warm, what? like it's mulled wine kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, disagree. I disagree. I was entertaining everyone by not being able to walk in a straight line. That was my party <laughs> trick. And then I was sick the next day. Oh. I don't like it. So little has changed over time. <laughs> the more, the more things change. Anyone else? Mine was um, a Christian rock festival. What? Yeah, I wasn't Christian, but my best friend Amy was. And mm-hmm. uh, as suggested in the title, the festival was called New Wine. There it is. All you need to know. Sure. And we would mostly run about kissing boys. Sure. As a thirteen-year-old girl. Mm. What else are you going to do? And what else? Right. As a, as a Christian um, youth. I wish things had changed for me. But <laughs> still, thirteen-year-olds. <laughs> still, still those thirteen-year-old guys. You got me. Um, but. I remember this one rock band, and it was in a northern accent, and this was the song we would mosh to, and it would be, jumping in the house of God, jump up, jump, jump in the house of the house of God. <laughs> Honestly, I, that stays with me forever. I must... won't ever leave. No. That's still the best British hip-hop that has ever been written. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. What was For the sure. alcohol? Um, it was mostly um, Lambrini. Do you know what that is? What? No. It's a kind of sweet wine. And like it's a Lambrini. Was it communion wine? No, it's, it's, like, it's like baby's first wine. Many it's like, it. No, it's like, it's like champagne, but much sweeter okay. and not as strong. It's like uh-huh. fizzy. Isn't mm-hmm. it? it is fizzy, right? It's mm-hmm. not your father's root beer. Yeah, it's like, it's like sort of 7% fizzy, really sweet wine that you can drink when you don't like alcohol. Mostly sure. you just pee a lot. But uh, for a 13-year-old, it's very exciting. It's a lot, and you kiss boys. Yeah. And you jump, jump, jump in the house of God. I jumped up in the house of God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Indeed. Anyone I, else? Team I, US. Yeah, I wish I could lie and tell you a good one, but I did love Jesus at the time. <laughs> so I, my first drink of alcohol, I was like 20 and like at a drama theater party. You still know. counts, still illegal. Yeah, but then it was like I sat on a couch. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's real boring. Well, yeah, I so. woke up in a hotel room I was not staying in in Cuba and projectile vomited. Oh yeah. What? Ooh. Yeah. How did, did you that start happen? off in Cuba? I did start off in Cuba. Okay. Yeah. What? I need a little bit more background. Uh. I had been awake for something like 36 straight hours because getting to Cuba in 2000 was very hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. But we had a license because it was a group through my college. And so we, we were flying there legally, but you still have to be at the airport in Miami like six hours in advance. Right. Oh, and I lived in Maine. So that means you had to fly from Bangor or Portland, Maine to <laughs> Trenton or Newark, then to Miami and then to Cuba. And so by the time we got there, we'd been awake for 24 straight hours mm-hmm. and oh. decided to get just aggressively drunk sure. on the worst beer I've ever tasted. Shout out to Mayabe. <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, I was in my uh, skivs, yeah. down to the skivs in a hotel room that I don't know how I got into. Great. And, had you uh, had a visitor or were you the visitor? No, I was staying in that hotel. But that was not my room, and it was oh. empty. I just woke up in a completely empty room mm. with no idea how I got there. Wow. Yeah. All right. Carrie gets the point because her story has the ring of truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's often yeah. disappointing. Those yeah. early... Oh, there was also the time where I was uh... – <laughs> I just remember where I had my friend's older brother's bar mitzvah. We stole a whole lot of alcohol and some cigarettes, mm-hmm. and then I threw up the next day in school assembly. Oh, oh that's okay. just like – that's like a scene from a movie. Yeah. That's adorable. In your little outfit. My little, my little uniform. Oh, <laughs> looking, just... looking. I would imagine, exactly as you do right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, minus the tie. Uh-huh. All right, let's move on. Question number two. British, adorably tenacious, disenfranchised subculture news. That's long. That's, that's aggressive. That's too much. Uh, the town of Whitby in North Yorkshire, England. Yorkshire? Yorkshire probably, right? Whatever it, you like. Sure. Yeah. Right? I'm free. This is America. Uh, is host to the annual Goth Weekend, where thousands of Goths descend on the town to kick up their heels and party hard or do whatever the goth equivalent of that is. Maybe scowling politely at old ladies while sipping wine coolers at a bus shelter. I don't know. I don't know. Is there, has anyone had a goth phase? That was a room? very specific reference, David. Yeah. I had a yeah. friends with goths phase. Does that count? Like I'm like one removed, like a group of friends who were goths and I'd sure I'd know them. Yeah. I, I went on a first date to see the movie The Crow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does that count? Yeah, that counts. I had a, I had a friend uh, who was Tabitha for a while, but then she got real into the Cocteau Twins and became Tabitha. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a ring of curls over wow. one eye. But moving on, uh, the staff at St. Mary's Church Whitby, which features in the novel Dracula, if you've read that, which I have not, uh, are becoming even more disgruntled than their industrialist visitors as hordes of goths have been desecrating their historic graveyard. Not with satanic blood magic, uh, but by using it as a backdrop for spooky selfies and gloomy photo shoots. Uh, So what radical solution has been proposed by the villagers? It's a long and wordy question. It's very involved. But here's the deal. Uh, Goths have been taking pictures in front of a spooky uh, graveyard. Why are people upset by this? I don't know. I'm upset by a lot of things, Dave. I wouldn't give a fuck that people were taking pictures of I guess it's like desecrating. I just spat. I guess it's like desecrating. You just desecrated this I'd say honoring it. Like that's right. Like if you were running a graveyard, who would you want more than people who really appreciate a graveyard for what it is? Peak graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do? I think the solution is stop caring. Okay. Uh, did they? Yeah, that's um, interesting. Did they paint everything like bright yellow and blue and daygolo colors <laughs> to ruin the Frank it up? No, yeah. no, they did not. Uh, the did answer they is banned they... black. No. Did they ban no. blacks? No. <laughs> did uh, they the play like is... pop music? You guys, I'm trying to give you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they built a fake graveyard. What? They built a fake graveyard oh, somewhere else. It's like Legoland graveyard. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. There was a thing in uh, yeah. in in Germany a while ago where this old folks' home. Was lo- like Alzheimer's patients wandering off, 
So what they did was they built like a fake bus stop just no. outside, mm-hmm. and the old people would wander out, wait for a bus that never arrives, and every so often the oh, nurses just go out, gather them up, geez. and bring them back into the building. Oh. That's Shutter you know, Island. Then shoot them you in know the what head. would be a better solution? <laughs> stop caring. Hashtag stop caring. Can we get that going? All these old people, let them go. So, did they build the? They actually have not yet built it. It's a suggestion from the Whitby Dracula Society, which again, I have a thousand questions. We just don't (laughs) get to them. Uh, they uh, they proposed uh, building a fake film set graveyard next to the real graveyard, where goths can photograph each other to their heart's content. But of course, their hearts will never be content. (laughs) (laughs) Real goths are becoming as endangered as the pandas they resemble. So let's pitch some movies and shows to promote the goth lifestyle. For example, Black is the New Black or Unhappy Days or Me, My Self-Harm and Irene. (laughs) I love that one. Oh, I love that one. Uh, the 40-year-old virgin suicides. <laughs> it's a documentary. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, that's Robert yeah. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you see The Cure at the Hollywood Bowl, by the way? I did not. Fucking great. Ah, oh, they played for like three hours. It was incredible. Four encores. I've got um, Finding Emo. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'll Break, accept it. Breaking Sad. Yes, sure. Why not? The, but what's the drug? What does Walter White make? I don't know enough about drugs. Misery. Remember, I was a Christian. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the that's divine true. secrets of the Yaya Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> yes! Two points. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, 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 <laughs> cure your enthusiasm. <laughs> yes! Three points. Uh, Susie and the Banshees out of your league. <laughs> Are we counting yeah. Susie and the Banshees as goth? Goth adjacent. goth right. moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sort I mean, of I hate to moment. quibble. Yeah. All right. Anyone uh, else? Moby Dick. Uh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're saving the best ones for last. <laughs> Get this guy on good. At Midnight. Have you been on At Midnight? Never have. Huh. I also have never been on At Midnight. It's starting to feel personal. Yeah. yeah. I know those people. They the brought fuck? in. I have a nervous reaction on Twitter. For Christ's sake. Yes. Have you not? Never. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? How, I don't know. None of us in this room? Yeah. Get your I mean, fucking shit together at midnight. I'm with you. All right, let's move on. I'm fucking <laughs> furious. Question number three. In internet-breaking casting news, X-Files star Gillian Anderson has caused chaos in the nerdosphere, which is not that fucking hard to do, to be honest, <laughs> uh, by putting herself in the running to play which iconic film character? Oh, alcoholism. Oh, yeah, UK. Uh, uh, it's James Bond, isn't it? It is James Bond. Yes. It's Bond, James Bond. Uh, oh, she, so yep. bad! <laughs> okay, sorry. Explain it. No, all right, sorry. you're fine. Uh, James she, uh, Bond is a white man, a white man <laughs> who's very mean to women. How can a woman be uh, mean to women? It shut wouldn't, oh, hang on, shut hang on. Up. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Shut she can get away with it uh, alright Anderson retweeted a fan poster with herself shoddily photoshopped as a female 007 because I guess you can just do that like it also doesn't mean anything like no, it's not legally binding she doesn't have to make the movie yeah, she's just what wearing a suit no. I got a picture of myself photoshopped as Gillian Anderson <laughs> I have that picture of you as well <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I did a radio play with, with her once with really? Scully yeah and she was really you know she really cared about the, the art of making a radio play and I was just there for the 400 quid they were offering, you know. Right. And Gillian um, Anderson was sort of, we, we, were, we were recording it out of um, sequence. And mm. that really rocked her. And she sort of asked, you know, how do we get a through line? And and these sort of lovely old British radio actors were like, just just phone it in, love, yeah. you know, don't worry. <laughs> and she was so sweet. It really stayed and with me. And she took that Aww. advice to heart on the new season of X-Files. <laughs> oh, I did not say that. Ooh, Jesus. Uh, all right. I, I don't know why the haters are so angry. It could be that she's a woman. It could be that she's over 40. It's the internet. But also, it doesn't have to happen, right? Like, they can make a female James Bond, but sure. Like, it doesn't. She's not now legally required to be in that yeah, movie. Yeah, and it should be like a super hot one with big jugs, right? Yeah, of yes! course. Yeah. It should be a Lara Croft kind of a deal. Uh, for a bonus point, cast yourself in an iconic role that would break the internet. 
uh, uh, Brian Cook as Chewbacca mom behind the mask. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what that is, <laughs> and I don't want to know what that you is. Are I know everyone's talking doing about everything it. Everything right. I've seen a I've seen a frame of it. Yeah. I I it's not for me. Let me explain and yet, it to you. She's everywhere. A woman put on a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. And she seems delighted by the mask. And people are like, oh, she seems nice. Yep. That's the whole thing. That's, that's the world we live in today. I'm caught up. Well, when uh-huh. she's Trump's VP, you guys are all going <laughs> uh-huh. to. Uh, then I'd have to learn her name. Uh, anyone else? Um, yeah, I'd like a stab at the poo emoji. Um, oh. It's a big prosthetics job. We all know that gets you an Oscar. Sure. And I feel like it's an interesting take on the transgender community, identity problems. Sure. Mm. Because he's genderqueer, that that Well, he was was supposed to be a chocolate ice cream, and everyone assumed on him he was a poo. Really? Yeah. Was there also a vanilla ice cream? Was there a vanilla ice cream? No, there was only a chocolate ice cream, which then became the poo emoji. And I just feel like I could give that a lot of layers. It sounds like it. I think so. I think I'd like to be in an all-male remake of the female Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's about time. Like line know. for line, shot for shot, scene for scene. <laughs> Who would you Destroy play? Do you know which one you'd play? I'd probably play all of them. Mm. Oh, like, I like that. Like Eddie Murphy style. It's a twist. I'd Carrie? like to bring It's Pat back and just make everyone like really uncomfortable. Sure. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Because remember when we were like, oh, yeah, we'll watch this thing about whether this person's a man or a woman. That's funny. Yeah. That wouldn't fly today. No. Not that that movie doesn't completely hold up. Yeah. No, Have you I, watched it today? I oh, God, love yeah. that movie. As fresh as they made. Oh, so I, I only know this was an SNL character. Uh-huh. Yeah. It had a spin-off movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. It's Pat. Yep. Yeah. There was a ladies' man movie, too, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There was a, uh, a Mary Catherine Gallagher movie. Yep. Uh, right. Superstar. Superstar. Sure. That was, was uh, just an American Cinematheque. Two guys who go like this with their heads movie. Yeah. That's right. There Night was. Night at the Roxbury. Yep. Night at the Christ Roxbury. Almighty. They turned that into a film. Wow. <laughs> wow. On the prosthetics uh, tip, long ago, I did a, a show for FX, and we were uh, it was like a movie show, and I would come up at the commercial break and whatever. And we were doing uh, Ugh, Big Mama's House. You get it. You're huge. Of course. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very, very famous. <laughs> Uh, the movie was Big Mama's House or Big Mama's House 2 or Big Mama's House 3. I don't remember which. <laughs> but for the show, they decided to put me – like they had me with the makeup artist and they, they made me like like a black? super – No, not black. Thank oh. God. They made me like a super duper – What's wrong with being black? Jesus, that's so racist, Dave. Uh, no, no. Can you imagine if they had me in blackface? But they didn't. They didn't. They just – they had me like a 400-pound woman. So and then, and then they, And then they followed me around Universal Studios. With like, you know, and I had like a hidden camera and my glasses or whatever. But they, what none of us thought about was that like even if you like work all day with the best makeup artist in the world to like make you a like 500-pound woman or whatever, you will still be like the seventh fattest person. At the <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Aww. Like so it was just like – it was like, oh, there's there's a person. Yeah. Like there's a person. Oh. Nobody gave us good reaction. What was the payoff supposed to be? Look at that fat yeah. person. Yeah. It was just supposed to be like making totally. fun of fat people. Oh, God. And then I, like, and I had to ride the mechanical bull at the saddle ranch and fall off it. <laughs> Is there any footage of this we could dig up? Yeah, probably. Right. Probably. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> the end of that round. The scores are being tabulated. The UK's got eight. The US has six. Ooh. I don't like this at all. It's a goddamn dogfight. We'll be right back with round two after this break. My name is Jonathan Van Ness, and I am the host of Getting Curious. Let me ask you a question. What do you know nothing about, but you just can't stand to, like, find anything about it because it's just too stiff? I know for me, there was too many things to even count. So I decided I needed to start a podcast where I could find things out and make them more easily digestible to not only myself, but to you. It could be about a country or a person. You really never know. But the expert who I have in will know, and they will guide us through the ways of the things that I know nothing about. 
You can find Getting Curious on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Brian Cook and Carrie Poppy, also with us here in the L.A. studio. So nice to have everybody together. Mm. We're en famille, as it were. Uh, playing for the U.K., uh, Matt Kirshen, Ella Smith. Now it's time for a round we are calling Cover Me Bad, Legends Edition. It's real simple. Uh, 2016 was uh, the year that saw the sudden loss of two performers, legendary, one British, one American. They shook many generations of fans and changed the landscape of the Western culture forever. I'm talking, of course, uh, about British magician Paul Daniels and uh, the guy who played Commandant Lassard in uh, Police Academy. Uh, no, of course, I'm talking about Prince and David Bowie who died one after the other in a terrible, heartbreaking way. This is how I the, find out. Yeah, sorry. sorry. They have the groundbreaking bout of murder-suicide that nobody saw coming. <laughs> Uh, All right. So what better way to celebrate their lives than with a round that features terrible, terrible cover versions of their music? You all have headphones. You're all ready to listen. Oh, no. We're going to get this motherfucker started. I don't know why I'm so sweary today. I like it. I don't know what's going on. Well, I would say it's the British thing, but we're here every week, aren't we, the Brits? Yeah. yeah. We swear a lot. Yeah, you do. You do. You say the C word a bunch. I wish I could get away with it. I can't. (laughs) Can you on this podcast? I, I, I would feel weird about it. It has, it's really it. differently loaded in Britain. It is. Yeah. It is. I nearly got into an argument with a friend of mine in my, like, two weeks into being in America because he was being hilarious, and I just went, "Oh, you're being a funny cunt today." <laughs> and he was like, "What did you just call me?" Yeah. Really? I was like, "Yeah." And I was what like, "Name oh. would someone have to call you to actually upset you?" You know what I mean? Like, what? There's nothing somebody could say to me that I'd be like, "I'm a straight white man in America. Like, yeah. you can't hurt my feelings." <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's no it. there's no gendered insult for you. Not really. Yeah. I love no. that moment of silence where we all considered <laughs> yeah, your privilege. <laughs> yeah, we all just like nodded politely. We were like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, right. yeah, no he's right. True. He's right. Moving on. All right, let's get it started. Here is a clip from a kids' TV show in the late 1990s when middle-aged white men doing funk covers was bigger than snap bracelets and Pokemon. Uh, the question will be after the clip if we can endure it. What's the question? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Gotta sit through this nonsense first. Can we just have a bit more? Because it's rocking. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It is decidedly not rocking. Uh, so keep your buzzwords at the ready. Here's the question. Which British pop evergreen was that? Trump Andrews 2016. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Collins. That was Phil Collins. That is exactly what you whispered to me. You, yeah, I thought you were going to buzz in, so I held tight. My confidence level as a Brit was right down there. When oh. you came in, you started with Trump, and then I lost my... my... I held mm. off for Ella there. Oh. My so way of buzzing in was to say a bunch of nonsense noises. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did notice that. I did notice that, and yet I responded to it. Uh, okay, yeah, that was Phil Collins. It's like he, uh, he read the chapter about his music in uh, American Psycho, and he was like, yeah, was murder. Murder sounds cool. Um, let me murder Prince's legacy in front of children. Mm. What was it from? It was from some kid's show. Uh, bonus points, though. <laughs> That's where it belongs. If you can say who was on uh, backing vocals. This is deep. Ooh. And really, I'm, I'm, I'm shifting I, my attention to the UK team because they, like, if anyone's going to get it, it's them. Goodness is it me. someone who you might get from the fact that it was Phil Collins? No. Okay. It's an odd pairing. Was it a woman? No. Oh. And I didn't even know. Cliff Richard. No. 
No, it was. Uh, do you give up? Yeah. Can we have one clue? Gary Glitter. No. No, you can't. <laughs> okay. Prince. Uh, was it Prince? No, it was not Prince. <laughs> it was East 17. Oh, East 17. Jesus. The Please explain East 17. Yes, they were marvelous. They were like the rougher boy band. Oh, really? No. All right. Yeah. What were they like? There was like, take that. And that, they were the kind of clean-cut ones. And then East 17, where they were the bad boys. They're the ones that might just take it. And the yeah. lead singer at one point admitted that he'd taken ecstasy. What? Oh, <laughs> big deal. And well, a lot bad. of it as well. Mm. That did not go over well at the Christian rock festival, did it? Mm. Mm. Sadly not. So who, who is and then the he ran Williams? himself over somehow. What? Yeah, it was very weird. He ran himself over. What are they And they claimed that he'd eaten too many potatoes, what? and that's why he wasn't focusing. Okay, is... can we just end the podcast now and talk about this for the next hour? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Yeah, how this do you is... run yourself this over? This was in the news. This is completely true. Can is... you back me up on this one? He said he'd had Who... too many potatoes. Is that a code for something? No, no, no that's no, just... 100%. Okay. Brian Harvey? Is yeah. that his name? Yes, Brian Harvey. I believe it actually was, like, probably with hindsight, it, all of it was related to a mental breakdown. Mm. However, I, 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 somehow... Your story checks out. I don't know anything about him, but that sounds exactly right. However, yeah, he somehow ran himself over in his own driveway and See, then blamed it on an excess cars of potatoes. Right, that's also not how potatoes work. <laughs> that's but, amazing. So was he in the car or under the car? Because he can't be both. Well, I don't know. You, I guess you can run yourself over if you sort of get into the car... Then put it in neutral, take the handbrake okay. off, if you're on a and hill. then get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, of... oh, I had so many potatoes. Put my car in neutral. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's the whole of the story. Well, that is cool. more than I ever needed to know about E17. <laughs> and I love it. All right, now let's flip things around. Here is American band The Wallflowers covering David Bowie's Heroes. I apologize oh. in advance. Stop it. Stop <laughs> that song that is the first way I heard that song. For real? Uh-huh. Oh, really? uh, yeah, and I remember being like, uh, then hearing the original and being like, this is so much better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, fun fact, I don't know, or maybe not fun, it's a fact, it's definitely a fact, uh, that was the first video I ever played on MTV when I got the job. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it will always have really? a, a special place in I my heart. I wonder if that's how I heard it. It could be. Could be. It could be. I was hosting MTV Live. Uh, my guests were Stacey Dash and oh, uh, no. the guy who played the gay guy on Melrose Place, whose name I don't remember. Does something. She, she hated. Are you sitting in touch what? with Stacey oh, Dash? Right. I'd like an in there. Oh, man. She's having a time of it. I wish I had. Yeah. She was difficult. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, what disaster of a disaster movie featured that song on the soundtrack? Oh. oh what was that? Do we lose a point if we get it wrong? No. Trump Peters 2016. Okay, you don't have to do that. Oh. Twister? No, oh, I I you're very close. You're very. I mean, you're. I mean, obviously, you're in the in the right era. I named oh, the oh, movie. oh, Trump Vanderbeek, 2016. Yes. Was it Armageddon? No. No. Again, you're dancing around it. Deep Impact. No. Ella, it all falls to you. Um, what's that one where they drill? Have we already said Armageddon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> no, I love the way you just said that word. I got it. Okay. Twister. <laughs> no. Sorry, I was in another. Pl- I was still thinking about Stacey Dash. Sure, we all were. She stays yeah. with you. Yeah. The answer is Godzilla. Yeah, oh. Godzilla. Who yeah. was in that Godzilla? Um, there was a monster. The guy who played the gay guy on Melrose Place. Oh, seriously? Yeah, he was in that, and also uh, Matthew Broderick. Was yeah, that? Was that why Godzilla? Was that why you were playing that song on that show? Yeah, probably. Oh, also, I mean, we had high hopes. It was like the very beginning of the summer. It was the first summer blockbuster mm. to come out. I remember going to see it and being like, this is my job now. And it was a terrible movie. Uh, okay, question number three. Here's a Prince cover. Question coming after the clip. 
That's enough. That's that is enough. enough. <laughs> that is enough. All right. Uh, who said, oh, there's 1999 from Prince. Let me make it sound like an entry in the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, Tom Pettis from 2016. Um, I saw you first. This is a pure guess, so I think Brian's going to get it anyway, but that sounds like the Buggles. No. David Byrne. No. Anyone else? You thought that was David Byrne. He's better than that. He is so much better than that. <laughs> you, not? you must be thinking of someone else. Yeah, Post-talking heads, David Byrne? Oh, yes. Mm. You know who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Byrne. It was in 1992. That won't help you at all. Can we... I'm sorry. Can we hear it again? No, we can't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, we absolutely cannot. Five, four, three. Somebody answer. Two. Donald Trump. No. It was Gary Newman. Oh. Ah. Guy who sang about living in cars who uh, might actually now be living in his car. <laughs> I uh, that saw was from him recently at a festival. Really? Yeah. He was How's a... he look? How's he holding up? Oh, he, he I've, he's holding up. He's His backing track is on point. Great. Great. Uh, it, it was from his 1992 album Machine and Soul, which he later described as a really shit album. <laughs> We're in agreement. Uh, question number four, another classic Bowie cover coming your way next. Question after the clip. Let's hear it. All right, all right, all right. That you guys like seriously bummed me out. That really, honestly, that was a drag. That was a serious <laughs> drag, <laughs> and it was so purely this person. Like it was so in a. It was so like essentially this person. It is the very essence and soul of the person who was just performing it, which is who? Was it Marilyn Manson? No. Was it? It wasn't Limbiscuit. No. They're Feels like for sure, no. right? What? Are they British? No. They're not? No. Huh. They're just, he's like putting on a David Bowie accent? Yep. Vanilla Ice? No. It all falls to you. The Brian Buggles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Lincoln Park. No. I got nothing. It was Tommy Lee. No. It was Tommy oh. Lee. Remember that? Remember when he was he had like, like a bad rap album kind yeah. of? Uh-huh. Yeah. When he was like. He's just like naked in the video, bouncing on a bed. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Get naked. Oh, that's get, right. Get naked. <laughs> yep. Come on, baby, make it hot. Oh, oh boy. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, that was from the uh, the brief moment that uh, Tommy Lee thought he was black. Um, wow. It was uh, okay. Tell you the uh, moment that he... I thought he was black. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, didn't he think he was black in that film we all saw? Uh, okay. I did a thing with him. Um, I didn't. <laughs> you that don't sound dirty. dirty. That Great dirty. segue. Uh, but no, we did it. We did a show together, and. Um, and like, and he's you know perfectly nice and whatever. He was a featuring bit for checked you, out. Or? Yes, yeah. and we were. It was like a sports festival. Sure, um, this all makes sense. Yeah, and uh, and he was like sort of my co-host, and that, we like did a couple quick. That little sounds like someone who doesn't know sports describing like a tournament. <laughs> the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. It was a sports thing. It was no, the American it was like sports a, festival. It was a like a you know people like on dirt bikes doing flips okay. or whatever. Filthy gymnasts, basically like stoner <laughs> gymnasts. Right? Are um, you a conehead? Yeah. Uh, and when we were when we were leaving our little spot where we had done our little stand-ups or whatever, uh, like there were a whole ton of fans who just like really wanted an autograph or whatever. And uh, and this woman like broke through his security guards and like went up to him and whispered into his ear loud enough for us all to hear, "If you take me home, 
I will suck your dick for 24 hours. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. I know, right? I think I have a yeah. new tagline on what Tinder. Yeah. And he, was like, he was being sort of pulled away by the security guards, and he was like, oh, word. And then, <laughs> That's in the book. That's in the book. Party of One coming out June 28th. That is actually in the book. That woman's name? Gillian Anderson. <laughs> James Bond. Uh, it later appeared on the soundtrack for the movie The Banger Sisters. So this song has had a terrible history. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so John Lennon and David Bowie wrote fame when they were dealing with being the most famous musical artists in the world. Tommy Lee, clearly related. Uh, he was the drummer in Motley Crue. He's got a dick. Uh, he had a sex tape. Uh, he had Tommy Lee goes to college. Remember that? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a show. I guess that was a reality, reality show. show. Yeah. He was in... Uh, I feel like it was VH1. He was in the Men in Black movies. Was he? No, that's Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay. That's Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> That's Tommy Lee. Whose sex tape I would watch. My my favorite thing (laughs) about the Tommy Lee sex tape, I don't know if you've seen it. I mean, this is ages ago. I have. It's on a yacht, isn't it? Yeah, it's on a yacht. Yeah. And they, my favorite through line is that they don't seem to be fully clear on each other's names. You know what I mean? Because they really did just meet, and they got married very quickly. So it's all it's all like, honey and baby, lover, and whatever. It's like, I, you just don't know her name. That's the actor's trick, isn't it? Yeah. We call each other darling because we have no idea what we're called. You yeah. are catching it's... on to Los Angeles very quickly. <laughs> I, I recently read, uh, it, I think it was Rolling Stone, did this huge piece about how the sex tape happened. Really? And yeah, and it's super when two complicated. celebrities <laughs> barely know each other. They get married and have a baby. Uh, but how it went from... A contractor who'd been screwed over by Tommy Lee, mm-hmm. uh, who then broke into the house and stole the safe that it was in, and then everything that went from there. And it goes deep. There's like mob ties. <laughs> yeah, because it, like getting it out into the world, and then, then it's connected to this guy who's like an internet streaming pioneer who now mm-hmm. lives in exile in Asia. Whoa. Like it's like McAfee's involved somehow. It's cra- it's crazy. Like it's a, it's great. I cannot highly enough recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be season three of American Crime Story. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed. I must read it. Uh, next question. Speaking of 2002, which I guess we were because that came out in 2002. Mm. FYI. Uh, Adam Sandler sang David Bowie's Space Oddity in his remake of Mr. Deeds that year. And now I'm going to force you to listen to it. Oh, no. This is Major Tom to ground control. Adam Sandler. I'm stepping <laughs> through the door. And, and I'm floating in a most peculiar way. It's a duet. That's and a And the stars look very different today. Stop it. Okay, the question is, what kind of car did Mr. Deeds buy for his entire hometown at the end of the film Mr. Deeds? The Adam Sandler version. I mean, I have seen that movie, but it just floats out of the brain as soon as it goes in, doesn't mm, it? Sure. Was on a writer in that? Um, sure. Mm. Was it a Cadillac? No. I picture him driving a hearse. Hmm. No. <laughs> no. My Uncle Peter drove a hearse. I will hearse, say this. So. It relates. Really? It was relates. he an undertaker or did he just? No, he just drove a hearse. And then he <laughs> crashed it into a tree and that was Did he it. die? No. no he's he, fine. He, that would have been kind of funny. Did he put <laughs> the tree just in the back of the hearse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will give you a hint. It relates to the other dead legend that we're talking about in this round. Oh, Corvette? A little oh. red one? Yes, red Corvettes. Uh. Red Corvettes. Yeah. Adam Sandler killed David Bowie and Prince. <laughs> uh, final question coming up. After the most famous Prince cover by a Brit in all of history. You don't have to be rich. Technically, he's Welsh. Yeah. Technically, Wells is part of Britain. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. If, if Sinead O'Connor was about to come on, then people would have had issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think a better dance. Better. Think a better dance. 
now. Uh, all right, that was Tom Jones doing Kiss. The question is, is it good? <laughs> it's the best cover we've heard so far. That's true. That's true. But I want to go deeper. Is it good? I literally don't know. I've been like I've it's been in my life for twenty years now. Yeah. More, I think it is. But also, I heard that version before I heard Prince's version. Mm. What? How is yeah. that even possible? I don't know. I saw Greece two before Greece one. Well, wow. Greece as other people call it. I, yeah. <laughs> I saw Aliens before I saw Alien. See, I have never seen Alien. I, I think it's pretty common. I've yeah. seen all the other ones. I never saw the first one. All right. I, yeah. I accidentally watched the second tape of Stephen King's It before the first one. Oh, that's and weird. Was like, this is a <laughs> Why really is there a big spider? Flashback. <laughs> wow. Oh, also, I did the same Terminator Two. I saw before Terminator One. Wow. Mm. Uh, I did the same I, thing. Are but we I've answering not seen your question, Tim? Yeah, we could. But I, I should also tell you, I fell asleep in the middle of one sci-fi movie on like Syfy, one of those like you know Alien versus whatever. Good ones. And I woke up in uh, in what I didn't realize for a full hour was a different one. But you it made Because they're all exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, totally. And it beautiful. was like, huh, Gary Busey went away and Stephen Baldwin's here now, but this is... <laughs> this is and it, like, it wasn't until the end of it that I was like, oh no, I just woke up in the middle of a completely different movie. <laughs> but they strung together beautifully. Um, yeah, I still don't know whether that's good. At it's the end bad. of round two, the points are as follows. UK's got 10. The U.S. has... Squiggles. <laughs> what is that? I can't see. Eight. It's eight. It is some kind of eight that I've never seen before. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for being here, guys. We'll be right back with the final round after this. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. (laughs) (laughs) What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. All right. Hey, welcome back. Let's move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard and I appreciate it, but I want you to know it's been as useless as trying to avoid that laughing lady with the fucking Chewbacca mask, which the world (laughs) finds adorable. I thought I would go through my entire life not knowing what that was, but I do now. It has infected even me. I was the last holdout, but no more. I don't know what you're talking about. You You don't? Mm -mm. Great. Okay. Good. Good. (laughs) Uh, Basically, the point I'm getting to is that the final round winner receives one million points. So let's fucking put on our thing. Or a guys. Chewbacca mask. Can we do that? Or yeah, a Chewbacca mask. I'd go in for One that. million Chewbacca masks. Uh, all right. Uh, in honor of Brian's podcast, Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction, Ooh. we're bringing back an old International Waters favorite, Slash Fic. Mm. Now, okay, let me give you some background. The most bizarre and delightful of all internet genres is Slash Fic. Uh, it's fan-written fiction concerning the adventures of two pop culture characters who wouldn't normally interact. It doesn't have to be sexual, but it's Always sexual. Uh, And since we're all right here in the studio together, I'm going to give our teams a single pair of pop culture icons, one American, one British. I want you all to improvise an erotically charged tale of passion between them. When the time is up, I will pick the winning country, okay, based on who got me the hardest, okay? Mm. So is the slash... very close, so we'll be able to see this. The slash comes between the names. Is that where the word comes from? I guess so, yeah. Okay, because I pictured, like, killing someone. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's confusing. Oh, I pictured slash from Guns N' Roses. (laughs) (laughs) Who appears in all of the stories. Uh, All right, three minutes are on the clock. I want you to bring together the Doctor from Doctor Who and Doc Brown from Back to the Future. 
Two medically qualified time travelers with a thing for young companions. They're going to jam those old geezers time tube together and make space sex. I don't know what that means. Uh, remember, sonic screwdrivers don't work on wood. And your time starts now. Uh, I have never seen Doctor Who. The, something about the inside of a vagina is bigger than the outside. Said Doc Brown alluringly. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> He's negging me, I know, says the other doctor. The assistant, desperate to go back to that yacht in Cannes with Tommy Lee. <laughs> uh, the doctor, being who knows who, uh, gets to keep re- reappearing as new different characters. Uh, very, very, uh, what do you call it? Role play. Okay. So, Doc Brown, I hear you like hanging around with young boys. That's a weird accent for a woman named Gillian Anderson who is the next <laughs> Doctor Who to have, Matt. So, so Doc I Dr. wish I could show Brown. everyone who's listening the worried faces of everyone <laughs> in this studio right now. Including Dave. Yeah. Keep going, guys. I am barely hard at all. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Yeah. To be fair, you are semi-hard, but you are fully hard through the rest well, of the I'm, show. I'm, I'm <laughs> semi-hard at all times. You were going to finish your line? Uh, said the doc. <laughs> <laughs> Two docs, one... I think we're beginning to realize why Brian's show has prep time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never seen Doctor Who either. Have you both seen Doctor Who? I have seen Doctor Who. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. But not any of the recent ones. Matt was conceived we- during an episode of Doctor Who. I technically all British people are because it runs continuously. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Kirshen stare deeply into each other's eyes. <laughs> Doctor Who flickered in, in the background. <laughs> Fucking take their pants off already. <laughs> Matt Kirshen's dad took his pants off already. <laughs> a, a sonic screwdriver reference. Penis. Uh, he ejaculated into his mother's, uh, the thing on the car that made it go back in time. <laughs> the doctor stares into the TV. I see you, Matt's why, father. Why are you making such strong eye contact with I, me right now? I see you, father. I see what you're doing. This is interactive TV now. <laughs> it's definitely been three minutes, right? <laughs> no. It's been uh, 45 seconds. (laughs) Time doesn't exist inside this box. No. Said Matt's father to Matt's mother. (laughs) She said enough already. And he blorped his seed into her vagina and... uh, uh, her cunt. He you can blorped. say cunt because she's mm. British. Yeah. Yeah, not in that context. Oh, yeah, not in context. Into a dozy no. cunt, you know, then yeah. it makes it jovial. Right. Sure. Yeah, the, the word dozy before anything makes it fine. Okay. Mm. Including and racial slurs. Nine mm. months later, that daft cow gave birth <laughs> to Matt. <laughs> Doctor Who. All right. Your time is your time is is up. And, uh, I mean, uh, that was a real – you were neck and neck through that whole thing. That was a race to the bottom. Uh, <laughs> but strictly for usage of the word blorp. Team U.S., you're the greatest country yes. in the world yes. for the next couple of weeks. Congratulations. From behind victory. Yeah. Very good. It. Yeah. Said the doctor. Okay. <laughs> All right. So before we finish, do you have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something that someone else did that you want to bring a little shine and recognition to, Matt Kirshen. Well, I'm going to plug probably Science, which is the podcast I do because mm-hmm. my album isn't out yet, so I can't plug that. But right. look out for that. And then... I'm going to plug Jesse's podcast, who was on Probably Science, but then he got ill, and now he has a podcast called Jesse vs. Cancer. Yeah. And it's amazing, and he's not as ill as he once was, but the podcast is still very, very good. Good. Uh, I'm on Team Jesse in that particular matchup. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, listen to the show, because I flip-flop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you guys listening to Cancer versus Jesse? No. <laughs> it's really good. Wow. Cancer had it out for him the whole time, it turns out. Fuck, he was just lying in wait. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Jesse has a lot of details where he talks about other stuff like comedy and life and stuff, but mm-hmm. Cancer Boring. versus Jesse really sticks. Just fucking hates Jesse. <laughs> just sticks on track. Yeah. Ella Smith? 
Um, yes, I am currently appearing in Hoff Record on XS TV over here and on Dave in the UK. It's Dave? Got, Dave is the channel in the UK. There's no Dave way that's like, real fun. Mm, it's got like <laughs> Top Gear and lots of guys shows oh, and then sure. lots of comedy and stuff like that. It's called right. Dave. It's called Dave, I know. And uh, in fact, for a day when we were promoting the show, they changed the channel to Hoff for a day because, oh. yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's very funny. And the stuff I really like is, I mean, it's probably been uh, plugged before, but every, and I'm probably behind, but my dad wrote a porno, is everyone no. familiar? <gasps> Come on. Okay, so it's sort of taken off in the UK. Some guy's father, who worked in accounts his whole life or something like that, wrote a porno. And, and him, his son and their three friends all read it out every oh. week, chapter by chapter. And it's awful. It's a book called Belinda Blinked. And it's really racy, and it's oh. very funny podcast. I'm into wow! It. Is the dad still alive? The dad's still going, and he's um he's writing a second because it's taken off. It's got like a million subscribers, and yeah, wow. yeah. Belinda wow. blinked too. Oh my god! So please tune into. So that, Belinda guys. survives. Oh, Belinda survives. And spoiler, some. yeah. All right, Carrie. Yeah, well, we have our last Scientology episode coming out Great. June first. Yeah, so uh, get it while we're uh, alive. Yeah, we're still drawing breath. Yes, uh, and oh, yeah. As far as someone else's thing, I've got to plug my dear friend John Ronson's latest book. Um, so you've been publicly shamed, which great is book. so great. Great. And it's still affecting me. I read it a couple months ago and I found myself like almost publicly shaming someone on Twitter and being like, oh, God damn it, John's book. Yeah. So worth reading. Nice. And nice name drop. Uh, Brian Cook. <laughs> uh, flux capacitor, first of all. Yeah, that's okay. what it's called. Couldn't, sure. Couldn't think of that five okay. minutes ago. Okay. I just get it in there. It is shaped like, like a uterus. It's, isn't it, it is kind of shaped yeah. like a uterus. So it worked. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you yes, already won. It totally worked. You already won. Calm down. <laughs> Still kind of hung up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my podcast is called Competitive Erotic Fan Fiction. It's also a live show, third Sundays at the Virgil here in. Los Angeles, California. Great. <laughs> yep. okay. Very good. All right. I'm Dave Holmes. As I mentioned, the book is coming out. It's called Party of One. It's coming out June 28th. You can pre-order it at DaveHolmesParty.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got very excited. Mm. I had a little emotional moment about it. You should it. put your clothes on now, Dave. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, and something that somebody else did that I want to plug, uh, Beach Slang. There's a band called Beach Slang who I love, and they did a cover of uh, Nothing Can Change You, which is a Tommy Keen song that I love. Nothing it's on my... can change That is not to at all. You. That is not how <laughs> nope. that goes at all. No. Uh, it'll, I'll put it on my Twitter, at Dave Holmes. Uh, you can listen to it there. And you should get all of Beach Slang's albums because they're great. All right. Brian Cook, Carrie Poppy, Matt Kirsch, and Ella Smith, thank you for playing International Waters, you there with the headphones? Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. 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 Ciao. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Brian Cook, Carrie Poppy, Matt Kirshen, and Ella Smith. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles, and the script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman. We want to say thanks and farewell to our outgoing writer, the great Asterios Kokonos, just one of the funniest people on planet Earth. He was with us for 50 of the last 74 episodes. He is moving on to greener pastures. Uh, and we're, we're absolutely going to miss you and we wish you uh, the very best of luck. Thank you, Asterios. Uh, our producers are Colin Anderson and Jennifer Marmer, and we are a production of MaximumFun.org. And we love you. The end. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.